What is up, everybody? You're tuning in to the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the sadness going on in the MLB right now and how it's just, frankly, making me depressed these days. It's just sad to, you know, every day look at my phone and, oh, there's another alert that another deal has been rejected. So we're going to dive into that. Um, and then we're also going to talk about NASCAR, uh, NASCAR's first appearance on the Real Me That podcast, uh, and how they've actually put themselves in a bright light uh, these days in the world of sports. Not saying that they were in a dark light before, but they just did something that really made them look good. So yeah, we're going to dive into that. And then of course, we're going to get going with our usual segments. So yeah, let's dive on in. So here we are, June 15th, and yet more drama going on in the MLB. Rob Manfred coming out today and saying that he's not confident that there will be a 2020 baseball season uh, and that the, as long as there is no dialogue with the MLB Players Association that the real risk is going to continue. Uh, he continued to say um, that you know he's just not happy with the backtrack that's going on. But I mean, this is coming off of another deal that the MLB proposed uh, to the Players Association, uh, which is on Saturday. Um, they called for a 72-game season, which guaranteed 70% of the players' uh, prorated salaries, which, yeah, that's a that's an okay deal. But hasn't he not gotten it at this point that the players uh, are not going to play with these cut salaries? I mean, he just the other week said that he is 100% – certain that there's going to be an MLB season. And now, of course, a week later, you know, he's just, he's kind of just putting it off on the the Players Association and just kind of being like, well, since they're not, you know, agreeing with what we're doing, like, you know, we're not going to get anywhere. I'm like, dude, like, you can't just keep going back and forth and making these, like, huge statements. I mean, you're the <laughs> spokesperson for baseball here, and you are just – talking out of your ass, essentially. I mean, it's just sad to see that there's a, a really good chance that the MLB is not going to happen this year. And it just sucks because, you know, you see other sports figure out. You see the NBA, which, yeah, they were in a different spot because they were in the middle of the season, but they, they could have caved. They could have just thrown it all away. But, no, they figured it out. I mean, they're going to finish their season, and it's, you know, not the most perfect circumstances, but they're going to do it. They – uh, you know, I just love to see because you have like Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, and Chris Paul, the leaders of the players, and I feel like they've just been in communication. They figured it out, but here you have Rob Manfred and the owners, and then you have Tony uh, Clark, who le- who's the spokesperson for the uh, player association, and the rest of the gang. And it's like it's just a drama. It's like sorority girls one hundred and one. I mean, come on, it. it you just feel that that everyone is has their ego and it's too high. You see, I see both sides. I mean, I I can't feel bad for a player like Bryce Harper, who you know is making a bajillion dollars and doesn't want to take a pay cut. I mean, come on, I you feel like someone like that has to be willing to do that. But I do understand for players that aren't making money like Bryce Harper that don't want to you know, 
play that 72 game season, which is a you know two months of baseball, and have a huge chunk of their salary wiped away. I, I understand that. I mean, at this point, the owners and Rob Manfred have to know that the cut salaries is not going to happen, and they're going to have to make that work if they want to have this season. But they can't just blame it on the players for you know not agreeing to their terms. Tony Clark uh, came out and he was talking, you know, in response to Rob Manfred. And he said that, you know, it unfortunately appears that further dialogue with the league would be uh, futile. It's time to get back to work. Tell us when and where. And so he's trying to reach out to Manfred, um, you know, in response to these comments. And then, you know, Manfred responds to Tony Clark, you know, I'd be hopeful that once we got to common ground on the idea that we were going to pay the players full prorated salary, that we would get some cooperation in terms of proceeding under the agreement that we negotiated with the MLPA on March 26th. Unfortunately, over the weekend, while Tony Clark was declaring his desire to get back to work, the union's top lawyer was out telling reporters, players, and eventually getting back to owners that as soon as we issued a schedule as they requested, they intended to file grievance, claiming that we entitled to an additional billion dollars. Obviously, that sort of bad, bad faith tactic makes it extremely difficult to move forward in circumstances. So it's like everyone's playing the blame game. Sorry for the large quote. I mean, but it's just, you know, it's it's insane what you know what's going on here. And you know who I love though in this situation is Trevor Bauer. He's been, you know, he's very active on Twitter and he's been calling out Rob. Manfred for a while. Uh, not that Trevor Power has much say. I mean, after he, I think last season, it, yeah, he he was getting yanked from a game and he just chucked the ball over the center field of friends. He seems kind of erratic, but he is pretty funny. Uh, he had this to say on Twitter um, to Rob Manfred. Is June 15th, so how do you delay another 13 days? Hmm, guess we'll get, you know, we all got that answer today. Threaten to cancel the season. Threaten arbitration threaten grievances, all the while hold the fans for ransom, hold the future of the game for ransom. No one believes your bluff, bud. That was that was awesome. He's just he is not afraid to just go at that man. It's 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 gonna be interesting the next couple of weeks. This is pretty much, you know, every podcast, you know, I'm I think I've probably stated that, you know, this is it, you know, this is the big week that stuff's gonna happen. But I'm pretty serious that in the next two weeks, if nothing is discussed, the season's done. And, I mean, at this point, we're in all such different mindsets, just where we are in life. And we're all kind of just, you know, facing the facts that, yeah, you know, there's a very good possibility that, you know, the season isn't going to happen. And that's sad. People need the MLB. I mean, it's summer. It's June. Baseball is what keeps people going. And it's sad that, you know, the players and the owners can't agree because, you know, they – they should feel that too. I mean, they should just do it for the people. And I know it's more difficult than that, but it really doesn't have to be. Put your egos aside and start the damn season. But, you know, who knows? That's just, you know, what what kind of say do I have? I'm just, you know, an avid fan. I feel like I'm just speaking, you know, for, you know, the whole population of the United States that I think some baseball would be good in our lives right now. Uh, and it's sad that it just seems to be trending in the wrong direction. So today, NASCAR came out with a pretty big statement. Uh, they fired one of their superstar drivers, Kyle Larson. 
Uh, he was fired by his racing team on Tuesday uh, after the driver used a racist slur uh, during a virtual racing event. The On Twitter, uh, it said NASCAR immediately fired a big driver uh, at, after he said the N-word. Uh, there was no investigation that was needed. Uh, they banned the Confederate flag. They will now have the pride flag displayed. They will allow protesting during the national anthem. Uh, they made a Black Lives Matter vehicle. Uh, and they banned sponsorships from gun companies. And someone commented on this tweet and said, I never in a billion years thought NASCAR, the most racist and redneck sport in history, with one active black driver would be ha- handling racism better than any other sport in the industry right now everybody else the nfl nba mlb should feel so fucking embarrassed and she is spot on because who would have ever thought that nascar would be the first sport to just accept all these different things uh promoting the pride flag promoting black lives matter firing someone for using for using unacceptable language. I mean, just without even... I love that part, just with no investigation. I mean, that's the way it should be. If someone's dropping that word, you know, just, you know, regularly and, you know, has no consequence for it, you know, when you're, especially when you're spotlight, I mean, that's ridiculous. And good for NASCAR. They, they stepped up in a big way, especially with everything that's going on right now in the world. They really have you know, prove to the world that sports can play a huge part in providing a positive image uh, towards the world. And it is crazy because I never in a million years thought that, you know, NASCAR would be the, you know, as she said, there's one black driver in NASCAR. So, you know, the fact that they're openly promoting Black Lives Matter and not that other sports aren't, you know, NBA, a ton of players have come out and supported it. Uh, the league is supporting it. Uh, but, you know, especially with the NFL right now, being as controversial as it is with you know, statements made by just different players uh, like Drew Brees with the flag earlier and then Roger Goodell lately, he's come out with an apology. But, you know, people thought it wasn't sincere and that, you know, he you know should have talked about Kaepernick. Uh, and I think he actually did come out saying that, you know, they're open to bringing Kaepernick back, but... You know, he should have he should have initially, you know, taken his name into account when making that apology. But, you know, great for NASCAR for doing all these things. Hopefully other sports will follow and that they, you know, are setting the bar for certain language is not acceptable, you know, especially uh, the N-word. And overall, this has really made my day. I saw it on Twitter and just was like, wow, like if NASCAR is doing this, you know, why can't everybody, you know, promote things like this? It was, it was just good to see. And I hope that people, you know, that maybe use language in that matter will think twice about using it in the future. And, you know, overall great day for NASCAR Great day for just positivity uh, in regards to 
Black Lives Matter uh, and the gay community. My Riddle's Rant of the Week. It's going to have to go to Mike Gundy and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, Mike Gundy recently came out with a photo on Twitter with an Oan shirt, which is a extremely right uh, media mainstream in which, you know, goes against a lot of the views of the Black Lives Matter and topics like that. And so Oklahoma State's uh, Chuba Hubbard, who's their, you know, star running back, came out and tweeted that he will not be doing anything with Oklahoma State until things change. Uh, and former, you know, athletes uh, that play there, like wide receiver Kenny Stills, came out uh, and agreed with Hubbard. And, of course, then the Oklahoma State uh, community and their organization, uh, you know, were very concerned with, the, with, you know, that their players were not on board uh, with their coach uh, and themselves. So, of course, then Hubbard and Gundy came out with an apology video today, both saying how, you know, they handled it the wrong way, yada, yada, yada. I mean, here we go again with just why this coach would just post a picture like that. Yeah, he didn't say anything, but it's the it's the action of putting that shirt on a media, you know, outlet is, it just blows my mind. I, I don't even care that he, you know, a, likes this, you know, media of Owen. It's just the fact that he, is he is he is he an idiot? Does he have any idea what's going on in the world right now, uh, and how he you know this might affect with how his players uh, view him? I mean, it was just the most idiotic thing, and what is it's just keep your views to yourself. I mean, why is Twitter just such a it's become such a platform for just everyone voicing their opinions. And it just, what does it do? He, I've always wondered why Donald Trump tweets so much. It doesn't do anything. It just makes you look like a jag off. And, and you're basically just putting your opinion out there. And you're just like, oh, well, I'm just going to let, you know, you know, everybody see what I think. And then, of course, you're just going to have people that, comments back saying how much they hate you or how much you know you're being an idiot or you have you know people that like it so then of course you just once again everyone being divided i mean it's just it's just a roller coaster it's just going on and on with just all this bs and it just it, it just pisses me off because we're not getting anywhere with you know with people using twitter in the right way, it's just, it's just, oh, it's so maddening, um, and just, you know, seeing this BS apology made by the coach uh, today in the video, he really didn't even apologize, he's like, you know, he's, now he's like, well, now that people, you know, have, you know, really said how stupid I was, I'm gonna apologize, it's like, it's too late for that, it's, of course you're gonna apologize, you're being told to, it's not like he wanted to, he's, he got told by his boss, he, he, you better go apologize with our star, running back or you're going to get fired. Uh, so I don't know. I, I could go on for days, but 
hopefully people view this as, you know, maybe I shouldn't post pictures like that, but they probably won't, and it'll probably be another story tomorrow. My GeForce Spotlight of the Week definitely has to be starting up my job again today. So, Monday, June 15th. Today marks the day that I finally have returned as a tennis instructor. Uh, we started our Outside the Lines camp, uh, where we have two two-hour sessions uh, of 24 kids each, which usually, you know, usually this is a it's called Pirate Tennis Camp, and there's 80 kids there, and it's just a madhouse. Well, it's quite the opposite this year. We can only have right now in Phase 3, 4 kids to a court with 6 courts available at this park right now. So it's a lot different with you know kids having to social distance all the time, having to wear masks, the pros having to wear masks. And let me tell you, it is hot wearing a mask for most of the day but it feels good to be back to doing something i mean the last three we three weeks i wish three months uh, i've just been you know sitting on my ass trying to stay productive but you know it's been hard uh, so finally you know starting a routine again it's gonna feel good uh, earning money the old-fashioned way i'd say uh but no oh, it was good you know it the camp went really well. Uh, I taught a couple private lessons today that went well. It was nice meeting my new students. Uh, everyone, you know, we 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 had a meeting before uh, the camp, you know, which started at nine this morning, and you know we were, you know, especially the uh, people that ran, you know, they were like the head pros that ran the camp. They, you know, were a little on edge, you know, a little nervous because I mean, no one's ever ran a camp like this before. Uh, but it went really smooth. Everyone was really positive. Uh, the kids seemed to enjoy it. The pros were all in it uh, and were positive. And the parents seemed, you know, not as stressed out as I thought. So, I mean, I guess if, you know, they're sending their kids to play tennis, you know, they're not going to be like a nervous wreck because otherwise they just wouldn't send them. Uh, but overall, it was a great day. Uh, yeah, it's going to be back. I'm ready to get this summer going. For the bet of the week this week, we're going to take it to the English Premier League. Uh, I've done a couple German League soccer bets for you, but the Premier League has recently, or is is about to start up uh, on Wednesday. And so I'm going to take you to the match of Arsenal FC against Manchester City. Manchester City is the favorite in this matchup, uh, but I'm not going to mess with the money line or the spread. Uh, I'm going to do the over-under. Uh, so the over-under for this match is three and a half. Uh, and I'm going to go under three and a half goals here. I'm, you know, league's just starting up again. People are going to be rusty. You know, it's really hard to predict, you know, what the players are going to perform like. I'm not seeing a, a ton of goals taking place in this matchup. Uh, I'm seeing Manchester City getting the dub, but I'm seeing them get either a 2-1 victory, maybe even 1-0. At most, 
I guess I could see Man City getting like a 3-0 win, you know, just, you know, being only up like 1-0 for like half the match and then, you know, getting some goals late. But I don't know. I'm feeling like a one-goal game here. Uh, maybe even a 1-1 draw. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not seeing a lot of goals here. I'm going Arsenal FC and Manchester City under three and a half goals, uh, which is minus 125. That's all the time we have today on the Riddle Me That podcast. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Before you do anything else today or this week, just reach out to someone and tell them how much you love them, how much you care for them, or just ask them how their day is going. There's so much hate going on in the world right now, and it's just driving me nuts. It's up to us on how we represent ourselves and treat others. Just be a cool dude. I hope everybody has a great night, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Riddle out.